You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. It is the morning after a playoff win. You know expectations are high when you get four playoff wins and counting, hopefully, two full regular seasons with Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor. And it's like, that was a good win. Survive in advance. Moving on. Like, a year ago, we're, we're freaking out because they got their first playoff win in 31 years. Now it's like, okay, this is the norm. And it was kind of like what Joe Burrow said after that wild card game last year, like, this is what we're going to do in January. We're going to win these games. And you're right back there. Um, I, I, one of the things that I feel like I was seeing a lot on social media, and I, I kind of want to compare it to the Bills and Dolphins, talked about it earlier with Skylar Thompson, and these games and the playoffs. You could even go to the Jags and the Chargers game, which was unbelievable uh, for the comeback for Jacksonville. And I, and I actually love that for Trevor Lawrence because just after a brutal first quarter to come back and find a way to win that game, it's tough, man. The playoffs are tough. And, you know, you think you have a great game plan and this team only has nine wins or this team has 10 wins and your one has 13 or 14 and you're going to be able to, hey, I'm going to go in. We're going to be able to battle this team, going to get an easy. It's not that way. And we saw it last year in the playoffs. It's it's just going to be a battle the whole way, even when you face Buffalo this weekend and, and what would the AFC championship game if the Bengals do advance who they play. But it I, I just I think a lot of people there was some mixed reaction to the Bengals game last night and it was almost like well that team's not good enough to advance next week or they really struggled versus people are saying people are saying the same thing about the Bills as they were in their game too just to let you know I mean yeah it's but I mean it's just like people have to remember that it's it's tough. It's tough yeah. in the playoffs. It's not like, oh, this is going to be a no problem. It's going to be super easy. You're going to be able to win this game, no problem at all. I just, I think that mindset has to change that it's, it's, it's going to be a battle every week. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, this is playoff football. You think back, uh, the Bengals didn't look like a Super Bowl team when they beat the Raiders. It was a close game. And then, it's actually a similar story. The Bengals are four-point underdogs going to Buffalo in the divisional round. The Bengals were, I believe, five-point underdogs going into Tennessee for the divisional round. They were in favor in that game. I know people kind of like throw that away like, a, oh, they beat the Titans. That's not a real win. It's like, yeah, it was. It was the number one seed. They went to the number one seed and won the game. They shut down the run game. They did an awesome job. So can you, can you make that run again? Because it's probably going to look similar on paper you are now down the offensive line you're no longer the ferrari offense that you probably want to be we'll see if they can get some of that i think these players are the one thing of optimism joe burrow is a better quarterback now than he was 12 months ago 
Jamar Chase, I think, is a better player now than he was last year. T. Higgins also, I think, a better player now than he was last year. You also have a Trent Irwin now. And, uh, you know, how much does that factor in? So there are guys on this offense that are just better from progressing in their careers, being young and developing. But you do see some situations that are similar. And they, I think they have to find a little bit of that run game, which they – had a little bit in the playoffs, especially I remember in the Super Bowl. I I was a little bit. I was like, I know you have Joe Burrow, but this run game is actually kind of working. We should keep keep running running the ball here. Uh, but you know, coaches are coaches. <laughs> uh, it was funny because oh man, I don't want to think too much about the Super Bowl. But I thought the Bengals got away from the run game when it was good, and the Rams wouldn't leave their run game when it was terrible. So it was interesting that you know they. They're kind of doing the opposite thing there. But anyway, um, yeah, the it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough. This defense can step up. They need a better two-half performance. They need to play the full game. But they can step up. Like, I, I don't think this defense is just going to get slaughtered by the Bills. That They've shown before that they can do the unthinkable to these really good offenses. And with the Bills, I think it's a lot of forcing turnovers like the the Dolphins were able to do. Not all those are just on Allen, but, you know, the, the Bills offense a little prone to turn the ball over. So you are now a little bit of the underdog, I think, with the offensive line injuries. Can you force some turnovers? Can you score on your possessions, make the most of everything, and come out on top? Because I think they can. I, I, I don't – I'm not going back on my Super Bowl prediction just yet. Bengals-Eagles still alive but it's going to be a tougher road than I anticipated. Yeah. I think looking at the playoff picture as a whole, it's, it's honestly, Mike Hilton even said it. He's like, you know, it's one week at a time. And that's yeah. really how you have to look at the AFC picture. We don't know what's going to happen with Kansas city and the Jags. Look, anything is possible. This Jags team um, has a lot of doubters going in like, Oh, you know, can they beat the chargers or, or they're going to beat the chargers. And then they struggle in the first quarter and they find a way to win the game. Look, they're going to go as the underdogs into Kansas City, and that's going to be a fun battle. I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to that game. I'm hoping it's a game. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good game. I think we both agreed when we, we picked the Jags. We said Jags are probably losing to Kansas City, but I think they beat the Chargers. If the Chargers win, they have a better shot against Kansas City. Not say Jags don't have a shot. I mean, this is this is uh, the, the student has returned to the master, uh, Doug Peterson, Andy Reid matchup here. So maybe Doug's got something up his sleeve to take down Big Red. They've, I don't, they've had to have faced because Doug was the coach in Philly for so long, but they don't, they haven't played often. I don't think they've played. If I looked it up, I, I would put the over under at like two and a half games. I, I think it, I, it's probably less. So, uh, so. Yeah, I, I don't think they've played often. I think Doug can pull something out. Um, change the topic a little bit. Were you surprised at all that this wasn't a primetime game, Bengals-Bills? Uh, I was. Really? It, I think they have a they have the cult, they have the the Nance crew coming. So I still think it's a pretty big Well, I mean, this is the only AFC, it's the only CBS game, I believe. The other yeah. one's on um NBC. So they get Tariko Collinsworth. Um the Bengals get Romo Nance and then there's two Fox games for whatever reason. Maybe to change it up since they were just, I don't know. I agree with you. It's a primetime game. It's this should, the biggest I mean, game. Of the I, I don't understand how other than the size of the fan base, 
How is Philly and the Giants a primetime game? Because I think that game's going to end up like 37 to 20 or something. It's, oh, like, yeah. that, I don't, that's not a very realistic score, but you know, like something like that. Like the, the Philly wins by multiple scores. It's the only game I feel that comfortable predicting right now. Even the Chiefs Jags, I think, could come down to the wire. Could you hear? I'm just, we're, we're allowed to play the scenario game because the games haven't happened yet. And I just said you take it one game at a time, but I'm just, I like to look at big picture. Could you imagine if the Bengals are able to beat the Bills, which is going to be a tough task on the road. Everyone thinks this Bills team is going to go to the AFC Championship game. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And the Bengals go in there. And if they're able to win in just some crazy way, the Jags beat Kansas City. And that game is coming right back to Cincinnati for an AFC Championship game. Could you Could you imagine? And no neutral field is involved because no team is there. Like that would be insane. I could imagine. You could imagine. imagine. You don't see it happening. Five <laughs> percent chance that <laughs> it's higher than that, but 10, 15, like it's not high. Like I, I don't think the Jags win, even if they keep it close. Like I think it's going to be a good game, but I don't think the Jags win that game. And then I think the Bengals bills is a true 50, 50 toss, like toss a coin, <laughs> flip a coin. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I kind of feel like going into this game and and this might be a terrible comparison because there was a lot of reaction when they played Tennessee last year and Tennessee had the number one seed, but I kind of have the same feeling I have going into this divisional game as I did last year. I didn't know what would happen. I don't know if I felt hundred percent, even though I picked the Bengals to win that week, if they were going to be able to pull it off because it was going to be tough Uh, going into this game. I agree. It's a 50, 50 shot. At the same time, I don't know how I'm going to feel on game day to be like confident, like they're going to be able to win this game or they're going to win this game. And I just, it, it just has so, it has so, the, the vibes are so similar. They played on the same date last year on the 15th. They'll play the divisional game on the same day on the 22nd this weekend. And it just, it, if they find a way, if they can force the turnovers not to get too into the Bills Bengals matchup, that, it could be right back to where where it was last year, AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, and it's just so wild to think about how this how this playoff picture really looks for for the Bengals right now. Yeah, it's it's similar. It's very similar. The, I think this Bills team is better than that Titans team, but this Bengals team as a whole is probably better than that Bengals team. Even with the offensive lines, I still think it's a better team. Um, but it's gonna be tough. It's can't look too far ahead. Uh, it is, I don't know. Uh, I had more confidence heading into the wild card game that they could take down the Bills than I do at this moment. But it, you can't doubt the, you can't doubt a team with Joe Burrow at quarterback and Lou Anarumo scheming up a defense. That's if there's anything we've learned. Um, you need guys to play a little bit better, but I don't. I don't think it's impossible. I think it's a true 50-50 type game here. Um, and honestly, I'm hoping 
less chippy. <laughs> like it's kind of fun with the AFC North being, you know, I called it on Twitter um, a street fight in a Walmart parking lot. All yeah. these divisional games. Uh, yeah, it, you know, this <laughs> the fumble recovery was somebody hitting somebody with a shopping cart. <laughs> you know, it's like. But th- this game, I think, should be less chippy. It, like the Bills' defense is good, but they're not. I haven't seen them be as talk heavy or laying huge hits all the time. Do you still feel that the Ravens' defense would be the best defense the Bengals would face? Yes, uh, I thought they played well too. Mm-hmm. I, I do think the Bengals are moving the ball. It, man, the first half kind of went. Off Bengals offense versus Ravens defense, how I thought it might go, where they're able to move the ball, they're able to score touchdowns, but they'd also get stopped once in a while because it's a really good defense. And then Williams goes down and it turned into this Bengals offense can't move the ball and, you know, a win for the Ravens defense. Yeah, I think overall it's it, it was about a, the thing about the Marcus Peters stuff was absolutely wild. I can't believe the stuff that he was getting away with out there. And I almost felt like they were letting him play just a little bit. And I agree with you, the chippy part. It just feels like it's going to be that way with the division. I feel like the Ravens. Marcus are- Peters threw a punch. He threw a punch. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that that got so glossed over. And he somebody, threw- Matt, is like, he don't punch. He threw an elbow. It's like, who cares? He tried to hit him after the play in the stomach with either a fist or an elbow. That's wholly illegal i mean that should have been he should have been kicked out that's yeah so over the top like the ravens to go we're not dirty all week and then for like the first quarter you have your cornerback laying uh (laughs) giving the old people's elbow (laughs) in the open like that and only getting a 15 yard flag which they definitely thought that flag was on mixon for retaliating because Roquan's clapping in somebody's face and Peter's is like yelling about it. And then it goes against the Ravens. And I was like, yes, it's so stupid. I mean, the official went up to him and just like calmly talked to him. And I'm like, you can't punch people in a game. Like this was just, it was wild, but it almost feels like the Bengals and the Ravens rivalry is just, I mean, it just feels there. There are two teams that it's don't like off. this year. Definitely. I think this was, you know, this was always, um there was you know like uh a, how do you make the volcano i'm already forgetting i'm forgetting how to make the, whole, <laughs> the baking soda volcano it was like the baking soda was in there and you're about to pour in the, <laughs> make the volcano like the baking soda was the ravens were dominating the Bengals in burrow's rookie year and then the Bengals really took it to them in that next year you know two huge blowouts and now this is the eruption from that of the Bengals are mad about that first year and they're mad about how chippy the Ravens are, but the Ravens are so chippy because the Bengals really, really <laughs> stunted on them in that in Burrow's second year last year. So that I think this is now the blow up. I just hope it never reaches like mid 2010s Bengals Steelers level. I would really like this to just be a fun rivalry and not a rivalry that every game I'm going in going like, I hope we escape with just one injury. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you hear these players talking this week, and and I don't even think the Bengals did anything bad when it comes to talking. I think it was more of how they felt the game went last week. And then Roquan Smith after the game is like, you know, the better team didn't win this game. I mean, of course. And I'm like, that sounds like loser talk. (laughs) It is, but it is. 
I get it. I mean, he's just, he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> he's upset. And the, their defense played really well. It, I mean, honestly, it did. And that was one of my biggest concerns going into the game. I said it that morning. I said, this game, you're playing a divisional opponent. Their defense is tough. This won't be an easy game. And we saw that. And I'm glad to just say, okay, go ahead and send the Ravens home. I don't want to see their defense until next year, the two times you have to play them. And uh, that's about it. So I, I agree with you. I thought the Ravens defense played a really good game. And, and that was something that we, we thought going into this game but the the Bengals are they're off today they get back to practice on Wednesday you hope to get good injury news again sometimes we don't know if who got banged up in the game if everyone how, how they're feeling hopefully a Jonah Williams update because as of now the reports were he was on the one crutch in the locker room uh they have a big week it's going to be exciting I can't wait to talk Bengals and Bills part two-ish uh rematch game in the playoff divisional round and I think it's gonna it's gonna be a great one I do want to say Bengals have a good record with Tony Romo calling the game. So I need the slander to be at minimum because I take wins and records every day of the week. If it's a good broadcast crew, if the broadcast crew has a good record, Bills fans did tell me that Tony Romo, they have a good record with Tony Romo too. So it's a battle of Tony talking about Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and a good, I'm just hoping for a good game. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm hoping the Bengals don't go down early because I think this is why fans hate Tony Romo so much because the yeah. Bengals offense plays poorly and the other team does well. And then Tony's going like, oh, wow, this team's doing well. And they get mad about that. And then the Bengals make the comeback and he's nice about it then, but they've already made up their mind because he's either said something that's like, oh, he missed that one or this offense isn't playing very well type thing. So it's like they're already upset about it. But if the Bengals office just comes out and does really well in that first half, then, you know, he's going to be very glowing about it. He's an announcer, man. He's got to talk about both teams. I have one question for you. And again, I'm not trying to get too much into Bengals bills because we have two more episodes before that game. But if you're the Bengals, do you take the ball first if you can? I I would never. I, I, I think the, <laughs> no i think there's such an advantage to getting the ball at halftime like that's that's how i feel like i i don't agree with them doing it in general unless it's like you're playing the panthers or something i love it i love it i don't know why i absolutely love it i'm like let's go get on offense first and i agree with you definitely advantage in the second half but i wonder what they'll do because they're not good at coin flips so <laughs> yeah, that was the real issue with the coin flip decision with the Ravens that they were going to call the wrong one. We know it. Know, <laughs> they can't Taylor. get the right call that to start the game. Zach Taylor said that. I don't even know if he said it in anger because I know he was really frustrated with the situation. But I don't know if he said it in anger or just in general, like like jokingly. But he was just like, "We're bad at coin flips," and he didn't want to do it. So I'm just glad that that it didn't come down to that. But no, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It's going to be a fun week. The playoffs continue. The Bengals season continues. That is 13 wins on the season. Yes, I count playoff and regular season wins combined. They're not one and zero and start none of that. They're, they have 13 wins and, and 13 and four. So they finally played 17 games. Yeah, and you know what? I thought about that with Kansas City. Obviously, getting a first-round buy in the playoffs is an advantage. Having the number one seed home field advantage, Shish, maybe that they play on a neutral field, hopefully not. But at the same time, the Bills and the Bengals, they didn't have to play. Well, I know they played nine minutes of a game, but they did have one less game. So it's almost like Kansas City, Bills, and, and Bengals are even with the amount of games right now. Yeah. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. What's going to be up on all Bengals? I already have a takeaways article up, so read about uh, all the five things that I found. Well, four things in this game that I found really important, and then a, a slight look at the Bills type, you know, similar to what we talked about today. Just like this is kind of similar to last year with the Bills being favored by four points.
Yeah, make sure you follow along. Um, all Bengals, Twitter, you can follow him, Bengals underscore Santa. I'm sure he's going to have a great breakdown of the game this week. All the fun clips. Follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Ellen Diaz Patterson. Thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.